ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the studios of KALA for this episode. This is episode number seven of From the Hive. I'm Ryan Schistel alongside Anna Vary, Sierra Mari, and Abby Varkalis. As always, before we get going, a quick little PSA. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, San Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or San Ambrose University. So, question of the day, it's homecoming week here at St. Ambrose. What is everybody's homecoming plans? We'll start with Sierra. So, I know a lot of my friends are doing stuff for homecoming, like tailgating and all that stuff. I know the clubs, I believe, have to tailgate, so Latinos Unidos is definitely going to be tailgating. Um, but I will not be partaking in any of that. I Tomorrow, I'm going to be behind the scenes at... Uh, the game that we're throwing. Oh, wait. The, what game is it, actually? Football? Football. Sierra's going to be here at the studio running the behind the scenes of the broadcast. Honestly, I have no idea what the game is, which sport, but I will be running the scenes. <laughs> Did you not go to your homecoming Sierra. football games in high school? No. I'm not. Okay, the thing about me is I'm not like a really – a high school spirited person. I'm like a Sierra spirited person, okay? Like, I just, it's like, I'm not into school spirit, okay? I mean, not that much, like. So you're a narcissist. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay. Hold on, I'm not finished with my day. My bad, my bad. And then I will be going behind the scenes on stage for Grupo Frontera tomorrow. It's a concert. (laughs) <laughs> and as part of KLA, I will be taking pictures. That's all tomorrow. Sunday, I'm working. So it's like, no, it's just me. Literally just me. Uh, Anna, why don't you go ahead and tell us your homecoming plans? Yeah, um, I don't have too many plans for this weekend. Um, I am going home this weekend. Um, just so happened that I was going to be home um, on ho- or on homecoming weekend. Um, but today, I'm going to go to the alumni lacrosse game to um, support Abby's uh, team and the men's lacrosse team and just hang out with some friends. Um, I know this week I participated in the um, personalized street signs that you could do in the Beehive, so that was really fun. So I feel like I've been participating in things all week. Um, Yeah, so not too many plans for homecoming. Abby? Well, um, you see, so I have a lacrosse game. Um, it's the alumni game for uh, homecoming, and so I have that. I mean, I won't be playing because I am injured, but <laughs> um, the support is awesome. Um, but we have that, and then after that, we have like the guys' game, and then we just do tailgates and everything, which is really fun. And then the day of the homecoming game, we have like a lacrosse tailgate again, which is really fun. Um, and my parents are going to be here, which is really cool, and we're celebrating. My boyfriend's birthday this week with my family and his, so that'll be really fun. So cute. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really fun, so I'm excited. And, um, yeah, so just very busy weekend, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like the weeks just don't get, I don't know, freer. Like, it just no. keeps getting mm-hmm. busier, and I don't know how, like, for real. Ryan, what are you doing this homecoming week? I know your pops is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Yep, my dad's coming to town tomorrow morning before the game. Uh, he's gonna come up at like 9 a.m. We're gonna do a little grocery shopping and then we're gonna head probably to the stadium at about 11 a.m. Kickoff's not till one, but he wants to see the tailgating scene. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I have to shoot a news story for SAU TV about the football team from 30 years ago. And then I'm going to broadcast a game. Um, I'm excited. You know, St. Francis is 5-2, and two, so they're pretty good. Ambrose is currently 0-6, but St. Francis has lost two of their last three games. So they're not playing that good of football right now. So I'm really hoping that means we can kind of surprise some people and get a bit of a win because St. Francis is always good. They've had our number the past couple of years. So we'll just have to wait and see. Tonight, uh, my high school is playing in their final regular season game for football. They have to win if they want to make the playoffs. So I'll probably watch their game, and then I'm sure my friends and I will head over to the alumni game tonight because the game's at 7. So we'll probably miss a good part of the women's game, but at least try to make it for the men's game, hopefully. Um, And then Sunday, just probably sit around, do homework, watch the Bears play, watch the Bears lose, because Mm -hmm. my sports teams don't like me, and they always want to lose when I want them to win. So So I saw on TikTok, Ryan. Oh, boy. I saw. You see me? No. Okay, good. I saw that this guy in jail called his girlfriend to make bets for him and he ended up making enough money in bets and calling everything that he bailed himself out of jail. Good for him. And I think he's going to continue gambling and do all that stuff now. Okay. Good for him. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. So he literally, he got like $13,000 or something like that to bail himself out. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know... So my friend placed a bet. It was his first ever bet when he turned 18. And he put $10 down, but it was a bet on the app that we used that if it won, he automatically won. It was like $5,000. And so I was like, sure. Like, let's just do it. And he put down a bet that I looked at it. I was like, there's no way this hits. Like, it's one of the worst bets I've ever seen. Of course it hit, so... He was already up $5,000 in his betting career while I was down some good majority of money that I don't want to really talk about. So but. can you move that $5,000 into your bank account? Like, can you yep. and then cash it out and everything? Or? Yep, he did not. Why not? Because he wanted to keep betting. <laughs> did he end up getting more money? No. No. It's been downhill from there. Aww. I will say, because I think my parents listen to this. Mom, Dad, I am pretty much even right now in betting so just so you know not losing all my money (laughs) i mean it's a good way for you know people who are i don't know into football and then also into gambling to connect the two (laughs) it's just insane to me it really is with sports betting it's so crazy because you can lose like hundreds of dollars on consecutive bets and then one day you can just win like thousands if you place the right bet. It's so crazy how it works. I mean, I saw this one thing. This guy won like 10 straight bets and he won like $30,000 each time. And he got like blacklisted from a betting site because they were like, all right, something's going on. Like he Where knows the money come from. Oh boy. I wish I could tell you. I mean, sponsorships get money. Um, I'm sure like when people lose bet, that just adds up to the bank. I don't do enough, like, research on that kind of stuff. I'm sure if I wanted to, I could figure it all out, but... Was everybody's midterms okay this week? I know we've been saying it's been getting busier each week, and it's more stressful. How are you guys holding up, Abby? Um, I mean, Ryan and I have, like, one class together, and, um, well, in particular, 
that we thought, I thought I was going to end up just not doing well. I thought I was going to fail it, honestly. I mean, it was just a lot of like memorization, which like I understand the class, like the class is relatively easy, you know, like Ryan, I think you would agree with that. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, it's a lot of memorization. And sometimes like you get those tests where the study guide won't exactly like um, have the same things as what's on the test, you know, or like the same, like sometimes you'll see different things in the test that you didn't think that you learned in class, you know? So I went in there thinking, okay, like I studied and everything and I thought I like had it right and everything. And I was going to, I was about to look at uh, my score and I thought it was going to be like maybe a 70 and I ended up getting a 102 out of 100. So I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was so shocked. Like that was like the best part of my day. Wow. And I was happy and. That's incredible girl. Your hard work paid off. Thank you. And I'm waiting for the other one still. So that one, I don't know, but they went pretty good. Just like a lot of projects too. So it wasn't bad, but. Ryan. Yeah. How was that class for you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I did not get a 102 out of 100. I think it was I, the only person. Good. <laughs> yeah, I only know, like, you got 102. Yeah. Somebody else got 100, but, like, mm-hmm. outside of that, I mean, I, I was happy with my score, I guess. Yeah. I got an 89 out of 100, so it's, like, That's good. That's good. high B+, plus, but I don't know. I, it felt like one of those tests that I, I had studied so hard for, and normally, I'll be honest, don't study a lot. I feel like I do better when I don't mm-hmm. study. That's the same with me. I yeah. And I got in there. And I was like, all right, like it's either going to be I'm bombing this or I'm going to do pretty good. And I, like I'll take an 89. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, didn't hurt, didn't help, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So right in the middle of the road. So I was fine with it. Other than that, um, I had a big project for Brett Billman's class mm-hmm. where we had to make a presentation and then like record it and then we watched them all in class i was really nervous because it had to be a maximum of 10 minutes and the first time i recorded it mine was 30 minutes so i had to do a lot of 30 cutting minutes down. yeah i had to do a Whoa. lot a lot of cutting down on it but i got it down to like nine and a half which mm. was perfect what's funny about that too is we were supposed to present these in class like he would play them and everything and i just like you got your video got played the first day right mine was the first one we the first played. one Mine, like, didn't get played at all, which I'm... Did it get played when I nope. was absent? No. We still have a couple that we haven't watched, though. So I, I think feel yours like we is going to get played. I think yours is going to get played Wednesday because we only have class Monday for the test. Yeah, maybe. But it was just funny because, like, they kept... I was looking at it. Like, you know that feeling where you're like, hopefully he doesn't mm-hmm. pick me. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't. You're like, oh, you know? Mm-hmm. So but well, now you're wondering when he's going to pick Yeah, now I'm really, like, ooh. Well, and what stinks like is, like... Abby really hoped that mine got played. Yes, because I, I really funny. hoped hers got played. Because we sit, she yeah. sits right in front of me. And so as soon as he clicked on mine, she turned around and laughed at me. <laughs> and every time Brett goes to play one, he'll like go over Abby's, yes. like hover over it for a second. Why? Like, just because I think he's going to click on it, but then he's like, you know, oh, you know, Sierra, have we watched yours yet? Maybe we did Abby's to, already. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then we'll go to Sierra's and watch hers. I'm always like, dang it. Like, yes. I no, want to watch too. Abby's. So I, I had. Brett Billman for in a personal com or something oh, like yeah. it was like one of those classes. And I remember, right, we had like two presentations or something like that, like individual ones. Now, let me tell you, that class, like I really did 
push the boundaries, y'all. The first presentation was get to know me and like bringing an object in that also like boosts your confidence and all that stuff and helps you with speaking. Oh, we did that too. Not in his class, but in the same like. What object did you pick? I brought a lacrosse ball. What objects would y'all pick? That's hard. I don't know. I would think, it be like a microphone for you? See, actually, I was thinking like maybe like a microphone just because yeah. of this. Or like, even though I don't play sports anymore, just like a football or something like that just because I love sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna? Yeah, I feel like mine would either be like a soccer ball or like something like biology related because I really like biology. Well, yeah. yeah. What about like a stethoscope for you? Yeah. Yeah. Your nursing. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, the nursing gig. <laughs> well, the object that I came up with. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm so scared. I brought in a lip gloss, <laughs> and I made one of my classmates record the presentation for me. <laughs> I still have it on my phone, y'all. Is that from freshman year? Last year. Oh, last year. <laughs> And then we had to give another presentation. Oh, God. Oh, God. And it was, I think it was like any topic and connected to communications. So I talked about Coca-Cola, my favorite drink in the world, and how that tied into communications and all that stuff. Now, I that class, it really was my favorite, though. It really was. I think that was my last class, though, that I had midterms in. For real, because this semester, I don't really have midterms. How about you, Anna? Yeah, I don't think I've had, like, a specific, like, midterm. Like, they haven't all been this week. I feel like my exams have been pretty spread out, and all, like, my papers have been pretty spread out. But I think, like, knowing that it's the eighth week of the semester, I guess this is the ninth week, it's just so, like, crazy to think about how fast time has gone. And then, like, in eight weeks' time, we'll be at finals. And then after that, I'm starting the nursing program. And I think just realizing how quickly, like, nursing school is coming up is, like, almost a little bit scary. But I'm, like, also really, really excited. Like, um, Ryan used to talking about stethoscopes. Like, they, the nursing instructors at um, here sent me an email. And they're like, you got to get your books. And you got to get your scrubs. And you got to get your stethoscope. So, like, that's so exciting for me to go shopping for a stethoscope and go shopping for scrubs. But it's just... Just knowing that's so soon, when, mm-hmm. when like, a few years ago it felt so far away, it's just, like, crazy to think For real, about. it's like, where did the time go? Well, let's, let's really think about it like this. I mean, in, what, two, three weeks, it's Thanksgiving break. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then we come back after that week off, and then there's, like... December doesn't count. Weeks I'll say there's only, like, two, three weeks until finals. Yeah. yeah. Then we're gone for a month and a half. And then second semester of this year, like, that's Sierra's last year yeah. of being at Ambrose. Well, last semester. After that, Abby and I are seniors. Yep. And Anna's a junior. Like in the nursing school. <laughs> and and yeah. we're gonna assumingly at the end of the second semester get new scholarbies. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. I still don't like thinking about the fact that like after fre- at freshman year it was Logan Howell, Brooke Hass, Ryan Sandness, Bailey Winfrey, myself and Sierra. Mm-hmm. And now, like, next year, it's literally only me returning from that, like, original freshman year group. But there'll be more people. Well, I'm saying it, I guess it didn't help that, what, like, four of them were seniors when we were freshmen, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I'm wondering why there weren't juniors or <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, Bailey was our, Bailey was our junior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she graduated last year. I so guess, like, I guess they were just such a good, stable group that they didn't need to recruit anyone else as a scholar bee. So another cool thing we did this week, uh, on Tuesday, 
we broadcasted the women's soccer final home game of the year. And I guess what's so cool about that is it is the first time in KLA history that soccer has been on the air. So we made history. I was doing play-by-play for the game. Um, Anna stepped in for a bit to do color commentary. Jorge Brazula was there to do color commentary until he had his men's soccer practice. So I I guess it's just kind of cool for me, like thinking this station has been around for so long. Like when you really think about it, Football-wise, there have been so many people that have come before us to do football games. There have been a lot of people who do basketball, baseball. So it's like, to some extent, we're just like another little piece of the puzzle, I guess you could say. But like now for soccer, like I can say, Anna can say, and Jorge can say, we're the first ever people to do soccer on this radio station, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it was a really fun night. I mean, I was definitely scared. I didn't know what I was doing. I've never live broadcasted anything before, but you know, I've like you said, Ryan. It was just so cool to know that like we were a part of it, mm-hmm. and I know the soccer girls and the soccer coaches were very grateful for the opportunity and the experience, and they loved like after the broadcast. They're like, "Where can we listen to it? Where can we listen to it?" And they were so excited, and they're so supportive of the station because of that. Now we've we've built that connection with the women's yeah. soccer program, and I know. They're just so excited for us as a station, but they're also so excited for themselves that they've had, like, they've been um, broadcasted to the community. And so I think it's just, it was just a really cool experience and it was a really fun night. Well, and so, like, now with that win, the women's soccer team currently sits in first place of the conference. And how soccer works if you win a game, you get three points. If you tie, you get one point. And if you lose, you don't get any points. Mm-hmm. So it's just one big point system. And Ambrose is one point ahead of Olivet Nazarene for first place in the conference. Both teams have two games left, and they're not playing each other. So it's like if Ambrose can win out and they get the number one seed in the tournament, they have all home games for the CCAC tournament. Mm -hmm. Like Dave and I were talking before recording this today. We might try to do all the conference home games. Which would be awesome. Because, A, it's like, all right, well, it's playoff sports, so that makes it important. But, B, Mm -hmm. like... It was so fun. I remember when I came back with the equipment that night, Dave kind of looked at me and was like, that might be one of our better broadcasts we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Soccer would be fun. I kind of had to force Anna to <laughs> put the headset on because she, I don't know. Did you want to do it? I kind of, I don't know. I feel like I just kind of said your name and you were kind of like, okay, I guess I will. I kind of went to that game knowing that I could potentially be asked to do it. But I thought, like, you know, today I'll just learn. I'll be up behind the scenes, do some social media, you know, post on the Instagram. Um, and then um, Ryan asked if I would do it since Jorge needed to go to soccer practice. And so I was just, you know what, I'm going to just say yes. You know, what could go wrong? You know, you just kind of have to try it. And I'm so happy that I did say yes because, like I said, it was such a fun night. And it was really fun. And I didn't even realize that if they – win the conference to get all home games and I think that would be an amazing opportunity for us as a station but also for coverage for the girls games well I think what else is even cool too though is like even if they get that two seed your first game will be at home all things considered if you win your second game will be at home really the only game that would possibly be on the road would be the championship game if Olivet wins and they get to the championship at number one too but what's also cool is, because I, I kind of started doing some research after the game on nationals. In the CCAC, if you win the regular season, 
Like, if you're the best team on top of the conference, you automatically get a berth to the national tournament. Wow. So, like, right there, it's like, okay, now you're playing for a lot more than just the number one seed in the tournament. And even so, like, let's say they do end up getting number two, but then they win the tournament, they're the or they get another berth. So it's like Ambrose technically has two very good possibilities of getting put into the national tournament. And, like, let's say they do come in second, okay? And they go to the uh, they go to the tournament and they lose in the championship, okay? To Olivet, who already won. Olivet obviously can't can't they can't have two spots in the national tournament, so Ambrose would already get that spot. So I don't know. Ambrose is playing for a lot right now. Not only the number one seed, but a spot in the national tournament, solidified stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, but also, hopefully, we're gonna make some more history here soon. Um, Abby. What's the sport you've been dying to do that you want to make history on? Wrestling. Um, so we're going to start doing wrestling soon. Probably, uh, I think it's what, November 15th? Yeah, I believe so. Um, so, yeah, we have, uh, we're going to be doing that. And then we're hoping to do lacrosse soon, guys and girls. Um, so that would be really awesome. But especially wrestling, too, because I have nothing. Like, I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't know the terms. I don't know anything. So, But my cousin's a wrestler, so I was like, you know what? I'll just call him. And ask him all these questions and whatever. But, I mean, I'm excited. I've never done any sort of play-by-play or, like, color commentary. So this is, like, a new thing for me. It's obviously not new for you, Ryan, but very new. Just like, you know, like, it's a new thing, you know? I'm proud of you, too, for taking the risk, calling the games, color coding, whatever it's called. Like, I'm proud of you guys. Color Color commentating. Color commentating. The thing about Scholar Bees, we are so versatile, like for real. Since when, like freshman year, would I have thought that I would be running the game behind the scenes? You know, it's yeah. just mm-hmm. a big wow. concept that I could never even. Especially this weekend think of. for you, because, you know, Dave's got to do stuff pretty much all morning for homecoming events on campus. Yeah. You might start the game alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll really test you out and put you in charge. Um, Speaking of the football game. Yeah. Nervous? Yes. <laughs> Nervous is an understatement for real. Yeah. Dave has always been like by my side, you know, like helping me and all that. Except the past game. Like I don't think he helped me that much. But he's always there to like give me support. This time though, it's like really testing my knowledge. Mm. I think I'll be okay as long as I can hear you guys. You know what's funny? So Freshman year when football season first started, I wasn't broadcasting the games. Dave just had me back here running the board because Logan was here with David. So it was one of those like, all right, I was a new guy. I kind of had to wait my turn, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I only really got to do the away games. And the fir- it was homecoming the first time that I had to do it by myself because Dave was working. And the doors to downstairs were locked. And my B card wasn't working because it oh, was the weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I asked Dave if I could borrow, borrow his keys he couldn't leave the spot he was. He goes, go get security. Security didn't believe me when I said I worked up here. <laughs> and the guy, he just like thought I had like an art project to grab. So when I ran up here, he was like sitting there like looking at me. I was like, you can go now. Like, I'm here. I got, I got to do what I got to do. And then I had to explain to him that I was doing the game, stuff like that. But they would all worked out then. But when we first started the broadcast, I couldn't hear Logan or David when they started talking. So I went to tune in and I looked up the radio station, clicked it, and I could hear them through my phone. I realized one of the buttons on there, I had 
turned down a little bit too much or something like that. So I just couldn't hear them through the speakers. And I was freaking out because I had just done I had done a pregame show by myself, too. So, like, I did the pregame show, then sent it straight to them, and I couldn't hear them. And I realized yeah. I just forgot to turn the speakers up. But I was losing my mind in fear. I yeah. would be so scared. I do that all the time. I feel like sometimes when I'm, you know, editing things or whatever, I can't hear anything. But then I realize the speaker's not even, like, turned up. And I'm like, wow, that's a mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. I will say, I always get a good laugh. Like, Abby will text me. She'll be like, I can't hear anything. Yeah. I t- <laughs> I'm like, send me a picture of the board really quick. And she will. I'll be like, all right, you just got to turn that one I've up. I've done that for, like, the past couple times I've been up here because I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, this is not working, right. but this is. But, yeah. Yeah. Ryan, did you have experience with the master control board like before? Mm. So Or is this your first time using that equipment? Nothing like that, no. In high school I broadcasted games and we'd yeah. live stream them to YouTube. And that we used this thing called a VMX. So it's almost like it's more so like you know the switcher downstairs in TV? It's more like one of those that we mm. used. But a little bit different, like in terms of buttons and stuff like that. So, like, when I came here, Dave had to teach me everything right away. I have a question for everyone. When did you know that your major or your, um, like, field of study was meant for you? Did you guys have, like, an eye-opening moment? I know, Ryan, you have a lot of experience in sports broadcasting. When did you guys know it was for you? Um, so, I got a job at... Um a nursing home right when the pandemic started because I am very much someone that loves to be busy. Mm-hmm. If I don't have like plans or if I don't have like something to do, I feel like almost useless. Like I just, I always love to be on the move. I love to be moving and going and doing so many different things. And so I got a job when the pandemic started because I did not want to sit at home after my school days online, you know, like I, I wanted to get out. And so I went and worked at a nursing home as a dietary aide. So I worked in the kitchen and I like was like a waitress almost like I um, got their orders, served their food, cleaned the dining room, cleaned the kitchen, and then left. That was my shift. Um, and that period of time, especially with the difficulties of a pandemic and the, all the unknown, like I really got to get close. I got, I got close to the nurses and the other nursing staff, and I think it really just put it on my heart that I knew I wanted to help people. And I, I've always known I wanted to help people, but I didn't know like how or why I wanted to help people I just knew I did and I think during the pandemic it just solidified that I want to help people and I want to be a nurse to them like I want to be like the one-to-one with the patient I want to ask them questions and problem solve through their illness and like I don't know I'm just so passionate about like helping people and I like with my job now at the hospital I love it because I'm essentially like I don't have the skills and the knowledge of a nurse but I'm working with the patients and I'm asking them questions you know and I'm Um, interacting with their families and it's just like such a cool experience so definitely when I got my job during the pandemic at a nursing home that is when I knew I needed to be a nurse Mm -hmm. that was a great story Anna thanks (laughs) so for me in high school I kind of knew I wanted to work in sports I didn't know what I wanted to do with sports and like how I wanted to do it so when I first started looking up like you know hey jobs in sports that you can study in college I saw broadcast journalism and that was kind of like, you know, what we're doing now. It's like broadcasting, stuff like that. And the other one was sports management. So, like, you know, being like the owner of a team, owning a facility, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, see, like, that would be fun. I would love to, like, own my own team or, like, work in the front office of a team. And then in high school, I started broadcasting the game, stuff like that. 
and it just like kind of hit me because I enjoyed doing it so much. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do over sports management. Like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Plus I knew, I knew, I know a few people that have worked for or work with ESPN. So like, they've kind of talked to me about stuff like that. Um, and I was like, man, I could like travel the country. Like I could be in a new city every week just to call a football game. Like that sounds so fun. So that's just kind of what I landed on. I would say not to like, junior year of high school though did I really make the decision I feel like all throughout high school I had no idea where I was gonna go and I kind of always had that like existential moment in high school especially senior year of not knowing what I was meant to do and then I came into Ambrose as a journalism major or something like that and I knew that was not it like I knew I was not meant to be a journalist and then I talked to Dr. Kim who was who is the um political science professor and he opened my eyes to international studies I told him I was interested in learning about different cultures going to South Korea he actually was one of the professors who took me and nine other students to South Korea last winter those experiences and talking with him and people who've had like cultural experiences really opened my eyes to the world out there and it made me want to continue studying and then diplomacy kind of came around with connecting international studies and communication together, traveling to different countries, working at the embassy and informing others on the politics here and foreign policy, kind of negotiating with the leaders and everything like that. That's something I want to do. Like, I've had experience representing the United States as a foreign exchange student in South Korea. Like, I am a news anchor. I have to remain, like, professional over the air. And I have experience like this. Just all those experiences really confirmed my pursuit to, you know, pursue diplomacy. So is that, like, are you involved in the U.N. then? Do you do I'm in Model U.N. here at Ambrose. Yeah. But it's only like simulating the UN. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really interested in working at the embassy yeah, here and then hopefully overseas, specifically South Korea. I want to go back and work there so badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've only been there for three weeks. And I talked about it so many times. I feel so bad talking about it again. Oh, it's like interesting. But you can just tell, like, I don't know, I work so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I literally worked so hard to achieve my high school dream. I always wanted to go to South Korea, always. And I just, I can't believe St. Ambrose made it happen. Like, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. A school that I just applied to because it was a free application, like, literally led me to my dream destination. Awesome. Yeah, I would say, uh, for me, going into um, college, I was a digital media production major, which that's my minor now. But um, I was really set on being like a news anchor and everything news reporter. Um, But that did change in like my sophomore year. I wasn't really, I was very interested in it, but I didn't see myself fully being a news anchor for like the rest of my career. Um, So that's when I decided to change my major to PR, which was my then minor. So, and I actually came in to school with a theater minor, which is fun fact, but I did have that and I didn't want to continue it. Um... But I am PR now, and I there's so much you can do with communications that right now I'm like, I don't really know what I want to do. There's so much, like, opportunity out there, and the thing that I love the most is, like, doing voiceovers and stuff, like, just reading for companies, and that's kind of where my joy's at with that, and I definitely want to do something with that. 
Um, and I definitely like, I'm not the type of person that wants to do like a desk job. I want to be like what Anna talked about. Like I want to be up and going and moving constantly. And I hope that's what my job will entail, um, in the future. Um, but yeah, definitely like voiceover things and just like reading for different companies and representing them, um, and making connections with people is something I'm very interested in. So. All of the scholar bees are really talented and knowledgeable in so many different fields. Like Dave really did compile like some of the best students on campus for real. That's going to do it for episode seven of From the Hive. Uh, thank you to our general manager, Dave Baker, for helping us put this episode on once again. For Sierra Mari, Abby Varkalis. And Anna Very, I'm Ryan Tristel. Have a good rest of your week, and we will be back next time.